0: Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Nguyen. And Mike Glaspie. And this is the Military Cash Flow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening
1: on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now let's get started creating this
0: Military Cash Flow. What's going on, military cash flow family? Today we are going to go over five of the top perks that you have as a service member. Right. Now, this isn't meant as a this isn't meant to be a um recruitment ad for the military or anything, but I think this is uh I think these are some some great perks that y- you probably know of, but you, you might not know to the extent of how much of an impact they have on your income in your life. Um, so Mike. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like the,
1: it's not a recruitment ad, like we said. But if you guys are considering joining the military, you want to know these things, and more importantly, if you've already committed to joining the military, I mean, like you're already in or you already signed that contract, then you should know about these things and why it's so powerful. Because it might, you know, once you start reaching some of those tough times, you're like, hey, hey, maybe it ain't that bad after all. So we're gonna hit it off, and the first one we're gonna touch on is the Almighty. Uh, Dan this is actually one of your favorites
0: is that right yeah this is definitely my favorite out of all the perks out of any perk that we have in the military this is my favorite I'm sure you guys can probably guess what this is I'll give you a couple seconds to guess so do, do, there, seconds, do, up. Do, do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seconds it's, up. it's definitely the VA loan. The VA loan comes in at number one as our favorite military perk. And uh, for those of you who, who are unfamiliar with it, the reason why it's our favorite is because um, it's a government-backed loan that you have the ability to put 0% down to own and control a large asset, right? Um, Now, there's a bunch of different hacks. You can go back and listen to some of our other videos, watch some of our other content, and you can see how you can best capitalize on uh, using the VA loan. But just um, a quick uh, example, right? So with the VA loan, you can buy up to a four-unit home, you can live in one home, and then you can rent all the other units out. So uh, you can effectively have no mortgage, right? Basically pay no rent at all or pay no mortgage at all. And you could possibly get paid while you're living in that four unit as well. And then the best, the key de resistance or the piece de resistance, if you will, um, is that you get to pocket all your BAH. So if you're living in a four unit, you're renting all the other units out, they're paying the mortgage, your tenants are paying the mortgage down, you're living for free, and then you get to pocket all of your BAH on top of that. Just think about what that would do for your financial situation. Mike, you got any input there? Absolutely, man. And now
1: also, we forgot to mention that it's recyclable or reusable. So it's not a one and done thing, man. I personally have used the VA loan uh, three times or four times, and I'm about to use it again um, on the property here in Charlotte. So, I mean, it's reusable, and then I can continue to use it for the rest of my life. Now, there's some stipulations of that, but if you guys want to, to know all the details, again, go back and watch some of these videos, and I'm sure we're gonna have some links somewhere in here that can <laughs> take you straight to those videos for sure. Um, the next one, the number two part. Now, this one is personally my favorite. All right. It's the education benefits. And there are a ton of them. So when I talk about education benefits, I'm specifically talking about uh, anything where the Mar- uh, where the army or the military will compensate you for your time or cover the costs of you going out and pursuing these additional uh, educational opportunities, um, and I'm going to let Dan speak on some of them. Um, but the ones I specifically want to touch on is you have in the military, it's called the Career uh, Skills Program. In the Marines, it's called something else. It's not coming back to my mind uh, on top of mind right now. But essentially, what it is, it's an internship program. All right, that's right, internship. Meaning when you are about six months from ETSing or separating from the military, you can spend that six months actually working with another company of your choice, all while receiving full military benefits. That's the pay, that's the BAH, the BAS, all of that stuff, because you're still technically employed by the military, but it's great for a resume builder. It's great for you to build up those skills before you ever transition out. And you can actually have real world application for whatever it is that you're looking for. Another one is certifications, guys, certifications. And I'm talking, yes, you can absolutely get plumbing or more technical certifications, electrician, mechanic, uh, plumbing, you know, some of those uh, recognized ones. But you can also get internationally recognized certifications. My, my, I myself, I pursued the uh, project management professional designation, which is the PMP, and they actually had a program for that called Onward to Opportunity which was a separate nonprofit organization that trained us on it and prepared us for the exam all for free, right? And then I'm going to let Dan jump in on the GI Bill piece and kind of explain that a little bit more, but just know that I was able to use that GI Bill to cover my master's program, as well as my CCIM designation, which is another international designation, all for free, right? Right. But Dan, go ahead and, and jump in on those those extra benefits there.
0: Yeah, man. Mike touched on it big time. The big keep component here is it's all for free. It's all it, and you continue to get paid while you're doing these things. So I mean, Mike got a great prestigious degree from UNC Chapel Hill. And uh it was all it was all free, man. That's awesome, dude. So yeah, Mike, Mike touched on it definitely. The the um the CSP program is is amazing. The Post Nine Eleven GI Bill is amazing. Um, one thing to note about the Post Nine Eleven GI Bill: not only does it pay for your schooling, but you also get BAH entitlements while you're going mm-hmm. through school. At the same time, another cool thing about the the post 9-11 GI Bill is that you can pass those down to your children, right? And that's something that my wife and I are both doing. So I I know that my kids, both of my kids' colleges are paid for because we can pass our post 9-11 GI Bills down to them. So they'll get to go to school tuition free, right? Um, They'll also, uh, and they also get BAH to cover their room and board essentially while they're going through school as well. My brother did the same thing with my dad. My dad passed the GI Bill down to him. And this is back in like 2010. I want to say he he, he got like 13 dollars or $1,400 a month just to go to school. And his tuition was paid as well. So it's an awesome and, post-9. And just
1: so, the, just so you guys know, you can go to school online and still receive BAH. It's just at a different rate. It's not the full rate, but you can still get anywhere. I think I was getting $850 a month to go online. Like, come on. Right.
0: So, yeah. Keep going. No, no, you're you're right. And if you think about it, man, you mix number one, the number one benefit, VA loan, you know, living for free with number 2 which is the education post 911 job bill now you're actually making money living there but that's side note so you got the post 911 job bill we covered the CSP and we also talked about some of the certifications my favorite is actually the ACS the advanced civil schooling program and that's actually what I'm in right now so um I uh, with the ACS what they allow you to do is to uh you take time off to go to school so essentially I'm going to be out of um out of the military for two years, and my sole focus in life is just to get my MBA. Right, my sole focus in life is just to go to school. So I'm back, and I'm ripping my Campbell hat right now. So I'm back, going to school. I'll be in for uh, for two years, and this that the two years that I'm out, it still counts towards my time and service, and I also get paid for it. Right, so I, I get my regular pay, my regular, you know, whatever your rank is you continue to get your regular pay you continue to get your bh your tuition is paid for everything is paid for and i get to walk away with a with a graduate degree now most times with the acs it does you do incur an additional service obligation right so that may be two years or, or two days for each one day you spend in the program right so um there is a an obligation that is incurred with it, but if you're planning to do 20 years anyways, it doesn't matter. You get it for free. You get two years to take off. You get to go be a student for a little while, and then you still get your MBA, and you get paid for it, and it counts towards your time and service. It's just a super win. So uh, that's number two, the education. We talked about the post nine eleven, the ACS, the CSP, and then also the certifications that come with it. Let's talk about number three. Um, I think this is a, a really cool one. This is something that a lot of people don't really think about, but it um, when when we ran the numbers and we did a little bit of like research to see how much we're actually saving. And number three is the non-taxable income, right? So when I say non-taxable income, I mean when it boils down to it, about if you're in the military, about a third, about one third of your pay is not taxable, right? So your BAH which your basic allowance for housing, and then your BAS, your basic allowance for I think it's substance. Um, those two are not taxed, right? The only thing that's taxed is your actual base pay, right? So when I looked at these numbers, um, I, I basically just looked at uh, E6 with six years in and then an 03 with six years in. So a captain with six years in and a staff sergeant with six years in if, if you're in the army, right? So the uh, E6 with six years in living in Hinesville, Georgia, right? Um, your take home pay uh, would be $62,526 uh, a year, right? That's that's your take home pay. Now, if you were in the c- civilian sector, on that $62,000, you would be taxed uh, $11,000. You have a tax bill of $11,000 and $1,525 520, $11, for the year uh your your take home pay would actually be $51,000 of that $62,000 that you earned right so you're, tax, you're, you're effectively taxed at 18% now because we're in the military and because our BAS and our BAH is not uh, is not taxed you actually are only taxed at a 15% tax rate uh, the total taxes that you pay are $6,000 and your total take home pay is $56,000 so comparing the two by being in the military, you're taking home fifty-six thousand dollars of your sixty-two thousand dollar income, versus being in the civilian sector, you're only taking taking home fifty-one thousand dollars of your sixty-two thousand dollar income. Hopefully, that made sense, Mike. If you, you can touch on the the O three portion, if you like, um, if not, I can cover that too.
1: Yeah, guys, it's really important to um, understand the savings there. Now, now we covered this a lot on the channel already, man. Um, you know, there is a pay discrepancy between listed and officer, but that's to be expected. But let's now look at the difference. Officers out there are those of you who are uh, aspiring officers. What's the impact for you actually getting paid in the military? So an, an O3, which is a captain with the same amount of time and service uh, as the E6 that we mentioned, um, six years, their total take-home pay is going to be 100 $624.68, right? Um, now, that's what their BAH, BAS, and their base pay. Okay. So again, you're going to be taxed at a 20% rate, which means the amount that you're going to pay in taxes is going to be $16,050, meaning your take-home pay is going to be $84,574, right? Now, if a civilian made the same amount of money, they're actually going to be taxed on all of it, meaning they're going to be taxed at a 22% rate. And they're going to end up paying $22,900, all right? That's essentially five. That's $6,000 more than, than the military would pay, right? And their take-home pay would be $77,800, which again is a difference of about that $6,000 of take-home pay just right there. So the benefits of having this additional pay that's tax-free is phenomenal. But let's turn it on its head real quick. If you know that the money is tax-free, what if you took that tax-free money and invested it in a tax-free asset, right? Let's think about it. So oftentimes people will invest in the TSP or other retirement accounts, which is another great benefit that the military has. But that growth over there, depending on which one you choose, can be tax-free. If it's a Roth account, it can be tax-free on dispersion. Meaning that if you decided to put your BAS in there every month, That's tax-free income growing at a tax-free rate. So just think about how how powerful this can be when compounded with some of the other resources that the military has as well.
0: And then Uh, then one other other key thing to note that we didn't really touch on with the non-taxable income, we talked about non-taxable income being in a CONUS or being in a non-deployable or non-combat environment. If you're in a combat environment, then obviously you're 100% tax-free, all of it. There's no other company or institution that does that does something like that. So there, there's that, that, that final point. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's a really great point. Oftentimes, and, th- and this is for all the people who haven't deployed in their career or are afraid of a deployment coming up in their career, understand that deployment doesn't necessarily equal danger. Okay, a deployment can simply be you going out and doing whatever your function is, whether it's um, finance, uh, mechanical support, um, admin of some sort, logistics. It doesn't matter, and you may never even have to leave the wire, right? Meaning you never actually, actually, you may not have to go out and engage with enemy or be at the threat of that, um, but you still get all the benefits. Right. As long as it's a combat zone. So keep that in mind, because oftentimes, like if you're working with your spouse or with loved ones and you are or, or just by yourself and you're looking at a debt management plan or a debt pay down plan, then how can I make more money in my current situation? A lot of times it's just, hey, let me sign up for the deployment, because now all the money I earn, I get to keep. Right. So just keep that in mind. Then we're going to move to number four, another great benefit, which is the health care. All right um i'm actually not sure do you know uh, dan if uh tricare is universal across all branches i, yeah. I really don't know
0: yeah tri- at least i know navy and the army so because i grew up navy so i know navy right. uh we use tricare in the navy so i'm assuming it's the same for all the branches
1: Okay, cool. So I'm I'm assuming it's the same for all the branches. matter of fact, if you guys serve in other branches and you know, please let us know down in the comments below, because that's something I'm really not sure of. However, I do know that regardless of what branch you're in, the military will cover 100% of your medical while you're active duty. All right. That's a beautiful thing. It'll even cover your family. But do you have to pay a a copay or anything like that while you're active duty?
0: It depends on what type of tricare you have. There's like tricare prime and, and other types of care. So it really depends on what plan you have. But um, at the end of the day, it's way cheaper than if you were working, if you had, if, if I was, if I was a civilian with their, um, with their employee sponsored healthcare, uh, healthcare plan, or, or if I was a business owner and had to pay for <laughs> healthcare Absolutely. myself. And, and one key thing, one key component that I really want to touch on here is that like, TRICARE honestly is, is the gold standard. I know a lot of us don't some some people in the military don't really uh, care for some of the some of the doctors that are there, but uh, we have all types of specialized care that's not available and sometimes not even covered by employee sponsored programs or if you're paying for your own insurance uh, as a business owner or something like that. So j- just a key thing to note there is that you know it doesn't matter what your family's ailment is, right, or what your ailment is. Um, you will get you will get the care that you need um regardless of what the cost is uh, so that I, I just think that's a really key component there
1: it's it's huge guys because i mean honestly when you if you ever looked at even just like birthing a child try doing that you know out there in the world either with no insurance or with an insurance where you have a large copay you're going to see that the cost of birthing a child i've, I've seen it range from like 16,000 16, yeah. to yeah to like 25 it's a lot of money, but with healthcare in the military, 100% free, 100% covered. And that, that's extremely important, right? And then as Dan mentioned, think about the cost that you're saving, right? So if you go out and you have a W-2 job, which many of you have felt this before, or you will fill it in the future, you can often buy the healthcare provider, I'm sorry, the, the employer will provide healthcare and it, typically it's general healthcare and you may be able to buy in it for free, potentially right? And you may have a copay associated with it, but it may be free healthcare. However, oftentimes they'll say dental and vision is an additional cost. And that can be anything from a hundred to $200. So let's say it's $200, even with really good healthcare plan that the employer provides, that's $2,400 a year that you could save, right? And for you, that may not seem like a, for some of you, it may not seem like a lot, but $2,400 can go a long way, right? Especially when done correctly. And, and just like Dan said, if you're self-employed, entrepreneur
0: what, what does that look like Put, give us an idea what that right. looks like <laughs> no nah, man i went and got
1: quotes i went everywhere and got quotes for myself for as young and healthy and vibrant as i am <laughs> you know, They, if they look at my medical records it's going lay the hell up y'all but even for myself man i've gotten quotes from 1100 all the way up to 1600 that's not including the family a family and children a, a month yeah, yes a month and that's for me right and mm-hmm. obviously Everybody's health and age and all that stuff is going to play a part. Also, with what you're covering is going to play a part, right? So you might be able to find something cheaper out there, but you have nobody else contributing to it but yourself, right? So yeah. keep that in mind. It's a matter of fact; it's so intense that most of you guys know. I'm actually trying to get back into the guard so I can tap in on some of this healthcare, right? So healthcare is another one um, that that's really big for us. We and take that for, we yeah. take that
0: for granted big time. We definitely take that one for granted. I I, I hear a lot of uh. I've had a lot of service uh, service members tell me about their their uh how they hate the healthcare system. Sometimes they have to wait a little bit, or they have to do certain things. I'm like, man, if you think about it, big picture, you're getting all this stuff for free, man. And once you go to the civilian sector, you're gonna have to pay. Uh, you're gonna have to pay to be a part of those just for vision and dental. Like you said, you know, two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month for for your family, for you and your family. Well, we're getting that stuff for free here. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's extremely important. You want to touch on number five?
1: Yeah, and then the five, number five, that's our final one here, wrapping it up, is the compensation that you can receive after the military. Super powerful. So I'm going to touch on one of the components, which is disability. If you guys haven't seen um our our top tips to receive 100% in the VA uh, through disability, click the video here. We're going to have a video right around here. All right. And uh, that'll make sure that you guys can see it. We're getting a lot of reviews. It's actually helping a lot of people. We've helped um, several veterans get hundred percent disability, which is changing their lives entirely. Now, not everybody is going to be uh, approved for hundred percent, but let's be honest, even if you got approved for 10% or 30%, there's so many benefits with that. So the compensation after the military, yeah, and disability, which I recommend everybody seek, if you get 10 to 30%, that's a guaranteed paycheck for the rest of your life, right? And you get 100%, same thing. If you're 10% or more, and now you go applying for jobs, example, like on USAA jobs or USA jobs, (laughs) you get a, a, a veteran bonus right now you get moved up as far as the rankings when it comes to applications because you're 10% disabled or more so just having disabilities at every phase of disability you'll receive an additional um what would you call it? benefit with it right in addition to the benefit of the compensation as well so that right there has changed what transition looks like for so many veterans right because a lot of times we're fearful of hey i can't do 20 What the hell happens when I get out now? So if you have some sort of money coming in through disability, then you're house hacking with the VA loan, right? And then you're using the benefits of education and getting the GI bill, even if it is online, well, then you're covered for at least a year or two. And now it allow you to develop whatever you need to uh, kind of move forward. So that for me is an extremely big one. And then Dan, you want to touch on the other one?
0: Yeah, but before I do that, I think that's extremely valuable. Uh, what you're talking about, that as far as the disability, and, and that video is is a phenomenal video. But it was it was I would say somewhat controversial looking at some of the some of the comments. You either had everybody people that absolutely loved it, that got value of it, that understood the intent what we were trying to put out with that. But then there were a few people that were kind of giving us some hate, like oh well, you shouldn't be trying to, you know. I just don't get it twisted. We are not advocating for you to go try to take advantage of or like Mm-mm. you know, uh do something dirty or something like that and just say, "Hey, I messed up when you're not really when you're not really messed up," right? Uh we are trying to advocate for the hundreds of service members that we see on a on a regular basis that are afraid to if you, if you've been in you pretty much know the deal, if you're fast track or whatever the deal is, you don't want to go and get seen, you don't want to go and get checked out because uh, a fear of losing your position, or fear of you know seeming weak, or something like that. I want to make it very, very clear that those are the people that we are talking to. And I'm not talking to any sham gods out there, like people that are just no. you know tr- trying to trying to to fake and and screw the system. And we're talking with people. We're yeah. talking to people that are legitimate concerns and legitimate legitimately are hurting, but are afraid to actually go and seek and get medical attention because. Like I said, fear of looking weak or whatever the yep. case may be. And if, if you're a high performer, and uh, I know that you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not a high performer, you're probably, you know, you're probably the one that's giving us hate. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll say, I'll say, just on that point, I'll, I'm glad you brought it up.
1: Every veteran that has ever served deserve deserves some form of compensation, right? Now, if you didn't earn 80% or 100% then you will be caught, it will be spotted. If your medical records do not reflect that, then you're not gonna get it, right? But I have seen um, support uh, um, or MOSs, like, let's just say admin. specifically the one I'm thinking of is admin. He spent four years in the military. He walked away with 100% disability. And there was an infantryman that did 12 years in the military and walked away with zero. Just because he was prideful and he didn't even attempt to do it because he felt like he didn't deserve some sort of compensation after the military. So that's the message that we're expressing in that video and in this one as well, is if you earned it, then we, we highly encourage you to pursue it. Um, yeah, that was a little rant there. But let's yeah. get on to the second um, compensation after the military.
0: Great. So the next compensation after the military is uh is retirement. If you choose to stay in for 20 years, man, that retirement package is awesome. I mean, um, for for I think we did the numbers. I know for an um an officer, if you stay in for 20 years, you're likely going to make 05, you're likely going to make lieutenant colonel. Um, right now, um, you would get half of your, your base pay, which at that point it would be about five thousand dollars a month. Right. Now, the cool thing about the retirement is you're you're getting to collect your five thousand uh, dollars a month, but that gets adjusted for inflation, right? So every year, uh, the new new rates come out, whatever the raises that the you know that the uh, that we get in the military, there's one um a percentage that retirement uh, retirement veterans uh, get as well. So the only reason I know this because my dad retired did twenty years, I see what he what he was making and how it continues to get adjusted for inflation as well. So I think that's very, very key uh for an E7 really quick for quick numbers I'm looking online right now uh let's say E7 with 20 years is 50 uh 52 5, a month which would be 26 2600 a month um is what you would make in retirement so if you choose to stay in tw- uh, for 20 years and you're an E7 you're going to make about around $2600 a month that's the rest of your life. That's like ultimate passivity, right? Um, Because you don't have to do anything at all um, in order to to make that money. So E7, E7 with 20 years, $2,600. 05 with 20 years for about around $5,000, right? So just keep that in mind. I mean, if you do decide to stick it out um, and this is one of the, this is, this was definitely this definitely factored into my decision to stay in, right? Um, it wasn't the main thing, it wasn't the only thing, but it definitely was a factor, right? So um I think that's a very, very key component as well, as far as um perks in the military. That's that at least that's in my opinion. <laughs> Mike, you got anything on that one?
1: Yeah, retirement's powerful if you if you choose to to stay that long, right? And you know, many people are gonna everybody's going to do whatever the hell they want to do. Put it like that. You might, you might leave after four, you might leave after 15, after 18, or you might leave at 20 or 30. But if you guys really are enjoying your career and you realize all these other benefits while you're in, then when you get out, you can see guys out of these five different, if you realize here, these are things that can take place throughout your entire journey in the military. And many of them can actually take place after Right. So now let's say beautiful world. You want to do 20 years. Well, by the time that 20 years comes, you're going to get some form of retirement. That's guaranteed. Okay, then you're going to have maybe some disability, maybe. So that's two separate income streams that are coming in. Then you have the ability to use the VA loan forever, forever. And on top of it, if you utilize all of the education programs while you are in, guess what you still have available? The GI Bill. Right. And again, just like Dan mentioned, you can pass it down or you can decide, hey, after 25 years now, I want to go out and get at that point in time. You might as well just go for a Ph.D. or something. Hell, I don't know. But maybe you want to go out and get an education where you can get that thing covered and receive more income through the B.A.H. So there is a lot of benefits to actually being in the military. And a lot of us have that veil over our eyes because we're disgruntled or. Whatever the case may be, and we don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel, but hopefully this video allows you guys to say, hey, look, let's look at the silver line." And even if I'm not enjoying it right now, let's look at the silver line. And for those who are enjoying it but had no idea that these things existed, well, go out there and start taking advantage of these things for sure.
0: Big time. Yeah, Mike, you said it. You said it perfectly. The, for, for the people that are about to join the military, or thinking about joining the military, understand these perks, come in with a plan and come in with a, a, a plan on how you're going to utilize these perks or how to, you know, take advantage of these perks, right? And then for the people that are actually in and you, you haven't taken advantage of any of these perks or you're not understanding uh, uh what these are or the intricacies behind them. Do a little research so uh, you can better yourself and you can better your family. You can also, by learning the information, you can help other service members uh, understand that as well. All right, I think that pretty much wraps up the video. Mike, you got any any last uh, pointers?
1: No, let's get out there and let's start taking advantage of these cops. Hey guys, remember, you volunteered to serve. You deserve all of the things that the military is offering you. They're offering you this. It's not like you have to do anything special. So utilize every crumb that they give you to help you elevate your life, your family's life, right? Take advantage of it because it's free to you and you have already paid for it with blood, sweat, and tears. All right. That's all I got to say about that.
0: All right. And with that, I think that ends it on a great note. This is Dan Nguyen. And Mike me Signing off.